You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Heather Duplessy Allen. By the way, do you reckon the kids going through the science classes that Kathy Bunting's writing are going to know the difference between testosterone and estrogen, or even if they exist? Probably not. Anyway, time for a mid-year check-in on the global market. Sam Dickey from Fisher Funds says it's been a complete reversal from the predictions from what happened last year, and Sam is with us now. Hey, Sam. Good evening. Heather. Okay, so what have the key assets done? So, yeah, a bit of a wrap-up first half around the world. Aussie and Kiwi shares, kind of the lag up there, up around 3%. Global shares up around 14%. And tech shares, the best start to the year in over 40 years, up more than 30%. So then you go a bit broader, US house prices up a couple of percent, global bonds up to 2%. And let's not forget some of the spiciest stuff like Bitcoin, and remember the old YOLO stocks from 2021, <laughs> those those meme stocks, YOLO standing for you, you only live once. Mm. So kind of swing from the rise, they're up around 60 to 80%. And the really interesting thing is the underlying sector drivers are very different this year. So last year, tech lagged, for example, and energy and utilities did relatively well. This year, tech is leading the energy's lagging, and that's the same with geography. So last year, Aussie and New Zealand shares outperformed this year they are lagging. Sam, why? Why is it so different to predictions? Uh, I, I'm not so sure it's so different to predictions. It's just very different to what actually happened last year. But why have markets rallied? Because that in itself was a uh, the reverse of predictions. So remember last year, there was a survey of US-based fund managers in December, which indicated that for the first time in quite some years, fund managers fund managers were bearish and expect markets to actually fall in 2023. Mm. That could, could still happen, but it's not looking like it at this stage. And the, really the big picture there is that last year's major fears just simply haven't played out. So remember we talked about stagflation as a fear mm. last year. It happened in the 1970s, and as a reminder, stagflation is rising inflation and falling growth, so the worst of both worlds. Well, that risk seems to be off the table. So on growth, for example, in the US, uh, GDP growth just got revised up to 2% in Q1. House prices are, have bottomed and, and are accelerating there. Consumer sentiment's improving, and unemployment trends are still robust. And on inflation, we talked about this before, that kind of peaked around almost 10% in the US, and depending on which measure you look at, it's now at around 2 to 4%. So that definitely has played out the worst fear. Sam, what can investors learn from this, do you think? I, I think it's a, a good reminder of how unpredictable markets are. Not, not that we needed a reminder here necessarily after the last three years of the pandemic, the stock market boom, the Ukraine war, the bear market, then four-decade high inflation, but it, it is the polar opposite of, of 2022. Um, and, and late last year, investors were getting really pessimistic, talking about a, a deep recession after already a very sharp pullback in markets. Um, and and the, in fact, the opposite happens. It's just a reminder that you need to be diversified across asset part classes and across geographies, and that, that Aussie here we switch. Okay, now where to from here, do you think? <laughs> I'm almost wishing you didn't cut back to me there with, with that. Either, but, um, <laughs> I'll say I don't know, but I'll make a few comments. So generally speaking, per Buffett, be greedy when others are fearful and fearful when others are greedy. So normally, although it's been equal, that would make me a bit nervous about the sharp rebound. But yeah. if you take the S&P 500, just a handful of companies have driven that rebound. So we've talked about this, the last seven tech titans. If you strip them out, the S&P 500 is basically flat for the year. So... 
Valuations X, some of those tech titans are actually looking okay, and there are absolutely risks out there. For example, interest rates in the world are only now just starting to bite the consumer and the corporate, but unemployment is still low, so stay balanced. Um, don't believe that I can buy high-quality companies and take a long-term view. Sam, it's always good to talk to you, and I'm glad I did come back to you for that question. Sam Dickey of Fisher Funds. For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.